Gentlemen, as you know, the ultimate warrior. Fuck it. It's publicly stated that... Damn it, who put that up? Is that $200 an hour? Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show, and I am your host, Joey Harris. Folks, if that intro didn't make you aware of it, today we are looking at SummerSlam 89 from the WWF. SummerSlam 89 was shown on pay-per-view on August the 28th, 1989 from the Brendan Byrne Arena in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Second pay-per-view in a row in New Jersey, and there were 20,000 people in attendance. We get Tony Schiavone tell us that all the excitement of the World Wrestling Federation have found the Meadowlands at SummerSlam. The wait, the anticipation is over. Now it's time to feel the heat. Tony Schiavone and Jesse Ventura welcome us to SummerSlam, and Jesse threatens Tony to not get out of line with him. They give a brief rundown of the night. We go to our opening credits. The Hart Foundation, Jim Neidhart and Bret Hart versus the Brain Busters, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard with Bobby Heenan. The Brain Busters are the tag champs, but this is a non-title match as it was signed before the Brain Busters had won the titles. Tony and Jesse argue about that for a bit. Blanchard doing some classic selling. The Hart Foundation have the early advantage. A weasel chant goes out. The Hart Foundation continued to dominate. The Brain Buster started to make a comeback. Anderson goes to the outside. Bret Hart gives him double middle fingers. A weasel chant goes out again. Back and forth. The Brain Busters take over. Neidhart and Anderson collide and both go down at one point. Hart comes back in and dominates. Blanchard and Hart are the legal men. Neidhart slams Brett onto Blanchard. Neidhart then goes after Heenan, allowing Anderson to hit Hart and cover him while hiding his head so that the referee counts the pin thinking it's Blanchard. Mean Gene Okerlund interviews Dusty Rhodes making his WWF pay-per-view debut. He's taking on the honky-tonk man, but has a police hat and nightstick as he's about to start a feud with the big boss man. This is classic Dusty Rhodes who took those polka dots and got them over. The Honky Tonk Man with Jimmy Hart versus Dusty Rhodes. Rhodes has a great theme and is over with the crowd. Rhodes messes up Honky Tonk Man's hair at one point. Hart interferes and Rhodes goes after him. Honky Tonk Man hits Rhodes with the megaphone for a two count. Jesse tells us it's whether you win or lose. It ain't how you play the game. Rhodes fighting back. Honky Tonk Man almost puts him out with the sleeper. Rhodes comes back. Referee gets knocked out. Hart goes to hit Rhodes with the guitar. He ducks and Honky Tonk Man gets hit. Rhodes drops the elbow for the pin. Sean Mooney interviews Honky Tonk Man, who thinks he's Elvis because of the guitar shot. 
Mooney has a classic line. If the honky-tonk man thinks Jimmy Hart is Priscilla Presley, they are a long ways from Graceland. Mean Gene interviews Demolition and King Duggan. All three are wearing face paint. You don't get to see Duggan's because he has a Jason-style hockey mask on. It's a weird visual. They talk about the six-man tag match they're going to have coming up. Mr. Perfect versus the Red Rooster. It's a short match because Taylor gets injured halfway through, but there are some nice moves during it. Perfect hits a standing dropkick. It goes to the outside. Perfect finally wins with the Perfect Plex. We are shown a Survivor Series advertisement. Mean Gene interviews Rick Rude and Bobby Heenan about the Ultimate Warrior. This is the infamous Mean Gene Fuck It blooper that I played earlier. Warrior promised he would get his title back. Rude said promises are made to be broken, just like arms, legs, and necks. Heenan says rules are also made to be broken, and if they have to, they will. The Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty and Tito Santana versus the Rougeau brothers, Jacques and Raymond, and Rick Martel with Jimmy Hart and Slick. This is during the brief time that Slick was managing Martel. The faces come in and triple team, which makes the heels and Jesse mad. Back and forth match. Heels have the advantage. Jacques hits a nice drop kick. Tito chant goes out. Michaels and Martel both tagged in. All six men brawl inside before Martel pins Janetti in the confusion, even though Michaels is the legal man. Flashback to everything that has happened between the Ultimate Warrior and Rick Rude leading up to their match. Mean Gene interviews the Ultimate Warrior. I don't think decaf would help here. This is a standard Warrior promo, but it's for the kids. It's not for adults, so don't look at it through adult eyes. This is mainly for children. WWF Intercontinental Championship match. Rick Rude with Bobby Heenan versus the Ultimate Warrior. Rude does his pre-match spiel. Jesse mentions Rude winning the Jesse the Body Award, so if you're drinking at home, you can take a shot. Jesse then calls Warrior a nut. Your mileage may vary. Warrior throws Rude outside the ring and follows him outside the ring. Jesse is irate. Warrior hits Rude with the belt, and Jesse says that should be a disqualification. Tony says it's outside, and Jesse gives the classic retort that, so what, you're saying you can shoot someone outside the ring as long as it's outside the ring? This is brilliant commentary. Warrior is the fan favorite, and Jesse is the heel commentator, but Jesse is right here. Just listen. I don't like him. He goes by his own rules. He don't listen to nothing. But Jesse, he's brought all this on himself with Bobby Heenan pulling the leg with Andre the Giant. Trying to choke down the ultimate warrior. You gotta expect a guy like the warrior to take matters to his own hands. And that means out to the floor. Hit him with the belt. This should be a disqualification. That's a disqualification. Where the hell is the referee? That's outside of the ring, Jesse. So what? As much it can just be a count out here. What are you gonna tell me, Shivani? You can shoot somebody outside the ring as long as it's outside the ring? Well, no, that... You know, you're even dumber than Monsoon. I thought Gorilla was the stupidest guy alive. Just brilliant. Just brilliant. I don't care what you say. 
that is just brilliant. Rude is selling like crazy for the warrior. The crowd loves the warrior. Rude comes back. The warrior breaks out of the rude awakening. Rude is by far warrior's best opponent ever. Both men and the referee are down at one point. The warrior hits a pile driver on Rude for a two count. Rude gets the knees up when Warrior goes for the splash. Rude gets a pile driver for a two count. The fans see Roddy Piper come out before it's shown on camera and they go nuts. Rude goes over to Jaw Jack with Piper, who moons him. Warrior hits the shoulder tackle. Then he does the military press and splash for the pin, and the crowd goes crazy. Sean Mooney is in the crowd doing a report and they are loving it. Mean Gene talks to Mr. Perfect, who says the Red Rooster was a stepping stone on his way to the top. Mean Gene then talks to Roddy Piper, who is seriously going about a thousand miles per hour. He says everybody's got to pay the Piper, including Rude. Mean Gene then interviews Ronnie Garvin, who's dressed up for his special assignment storyline. He's interrupted by Rick Rude and Bobby Heenan. Heenan and Rude are irate at Piper. After the promos, they take an intermission. Mean Gene then narrates what led up to the main event, slightly clipped as they take out about 10 seconds of the no-holds-barred footage. The Twin Towers, Akeem, and the Big Boss Man, and Andre the Giant, with Slick and Bobby Heenan, versus Demolition Axe and Smash and Jim Duggan. We see the face paint on Duggan. This is a big man power match. The faces are in control to begin, the heels come back. Andre wants to be there so badly, but can't do much at this point. Smash slams Akeem and the big boss man before being stopped by Andre. Duggan hits Akeem with the 2x4, and Smash covers him to win. Duggan sure did cheat a lot for a face. Another Survivor Series promo. Mean Gene interviews Ted DiBiase and Virgil. He says Jimmy Snooker will end up like Jake Roberts. Another statistic for the million dollar man. The Fink introduces special ring announcer Ronnie Garvin. He's announcing Greg Valentine with Jimmy Hart versus Hercules. Garvin puts down Valentine during his introduction to a big pop. Valentine is distracted early by Garvin. Valentine wins with his feet on the ropes. Garvin keeps saying Hercules won. Valentine knocks Garvin down, so he punches Valentine. Mean Gene interviews Randy Savage, Zeus, and Sensational Sherry. This is the famous Cauldron of Madness promo. It should come out hokey, but somehow it works here. Ted DiBiase with Virgil versus Jimmy Snuka. DiBiase mentions that he ended the career of Jake Roberts to further their feud since Robert is out having neck surgery. Snuka takes the early advantage. Jesse compares Snuka to an animal. DiBiase hits a stun gun to gain control. Snooker then mounts a comeback. He goes for the superfly, but Virgil distracts him. Snooker is then counted out. He attacks DiBiase and Virgil afterwards and hits the superfly on Virgil. Sean Mooney gives another report from the cheap seats. Mean Gene interviews Hulk Hogan and Brutus Beefcake. Classic Hogan interview talking about hanging and banging, parting the Hudson River, Riding Harleys and the like. The genius reads a poem about the main event. And then it is time for the main event. Randy Savage and Zeus 
with Sensational Sherry versus Hulk Hogan and Brutus Beefcake with Miss Elizabeth. It takes a long time to get this one started. Then Miss Elizabeth comes out to a big pop. All four brawl to begin. Hogan can't hurt Zeus. Savage will be doing the heavy lifting of the match. They restrict Zeus to power moves. He keeps Hogan in a bear hug. Hogan fights back. Beefcake comes in and he has some quick offense and puts the sleeper on Savage. Savage then hits Beefcake with Sherry's purse. It breaks down in and out of the ring at one point. Hogan gets tagged in. Big Boot knocks Savage out of the ring. Hogan no-sells the Savage flying elbow. Hogan knocks Zeus to one knee. Liz knocks Sherry into the ring. Hogan hits Zeus with Sherry's loaded purse. He hits the leg drop and pins Zeus. Liz then hits Sherry with the purse. Beefcake cuts off Sherry's weave that was clearly put in to be cut off. Hogan and company must pose. Jesse says that the Hulkamaniacs can stick it. They do a final push for Survivor Series before signing off from the Meadowlands. Hey folks, if you like the show, please leave a review in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast platform of choice. There are a number of ways that you can contact me. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am at the Joey Harris. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey Harris saying so long from Stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media. 